0: Hey, what's happening, good people? This is Bora Rashad, and welcome to the Beard Always Wins. Yes, it's a movement, it's a lifestyle, but more importantly, it's a podcast—a podcast that you should be listening to. And guess what? Today, I get to um, share some real big news. Uh, as you currently know, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, um, a couple of other sites as well. But guess what? Now, I am being featured on Google Podcasts. So, guess what? Google Podcasts, yes, it was on Google Play, but now it's expanded to Google Podcasts, which is really, really big. Now, especially since I haven't done a podcast in about a month, and here's the reason why I haven't been able to do a podcast. Time. You have to have time. It has to be quiet. And um, With my job, I had to transition, so you know what? I didn't have time to do it, but guess what? I'm back on my regular schedule, so I'm going to be able to put these podcasts out, these episodes out, so thank you guys for being patient, and thank you guys for uh, showing the support that allows the Beard Always Wins podcast to make it to Google Podcasts, and so now, like I said, I'm on uh, Google Podcasts, I'm on Radio Public, I'm on uh, another, I'm on like a lot of different platforms, but the major ones, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, um, you know, I'm on there. I'm on there right now, and the good thing about it is that, look, I got, I have no corporate sponsorship, just a little sponsorship, um, some support coming from some local businesses here in Vadozza. So that's why I always got to give a shout out to uh, my MVP Photography. That's my homeboy Mazel, the best photographer both sides of the Mississippi. Uh, last time we were able to give away a um, a one hour photo shoot, so. You know, we're going to be working together to get some more stuff. In fact, me and my family, since the summertime before uh, AJ and Nisha, you know, uh, while they're here together and all my kids and the family, we're going to go um, get immortalized. And you know what? I'm going to go take my boys to Awesome Cuts down there on Bemis Road to get, um, you know, get lined up and keep the beard nice and neat. And yeah, but anyway, so a lot has happened since the last podcast. I mean, Avengers 4 has come out. It's not Avengers 4, excuse me, Avengers 3, Infinity War. Um, what else? Deadpool 2 has come out. Jurassic World, and I'll talk a little bit more on Jurassic World. Um, you know, LeBron, they got swept. The Cavaliers got swept, which was uh, somewhat heartbreaking, a, a little bit. I thought they would at least win one. I thought they would win at least one. One game, but they didn't. They didn't. And, and you know, it happens. It happens. Um, James Harden won the MVP. And I'll be honest with you, this has to be like one of the... I, I don't want to say least celebrated, but you know, it's just like the build-up just wasn't there. Maybe because he didn't make it to the finals. Um, if you ask me, I thought LeBron should have been the MVP, the most valuable player award. Um, even though he got swept. You know, KD wins his second uh, consecutive uh, finals MVP. And... um you know some more somber news. Uh, you know Triple XXX um was murdered last week. Now I'm going to stop it right there and just talk about this just for a little bit. Um, I'm not really familiar with his music. He's a rapper. He was murdered in uh, Miami, and the bad thing about it is that you know it was recorded, at least the aftermath was, and it was people that were saying, ah, oh, you know, he's. Um, on trial for rape and all this stuff, and it was just real sad. The first, first and foremost, it's sad because the kid was only twenty years old, um and he lost his life. And that right there in itself is just like, man, you know, it, it puts some things in perspective. So it makes you say, first up, first and foremost, you know, like I turned forty this year, so I lived my life twice. By the time you know, I lived two of his lifetimes, and. And it just makes me realize exactly how blessed I am just to be here. And then also um Charlemagne said something um that made me really, really think he said, Charlemagne the guy for the breakfast Club, he said, you know, live your life in a manner in which people won't be guilty when they mourn you. And that really resonated with me. That, that resonated with me for uh for this right here. Um you know, a lot of times in life when we're young we're we can be downright selfish, meaning that we don't think about Everything that you know, we don't think about our actions as they affect other people, you know, so in Kind of and it's like almost like you just a me first attitude But you know as you get older you start to realize um, How important, you know charity is how important, you know, just being kind to one another and you know And that's something that just has to be put out there. Like I'm not lying when I tell you the only thing I remember about Tentacion was he got knocked out on stage you know I don't know anything else about him um I didn't follow him in, on any social media platforms or anything all I knew was that that's all I knew and that he would occasionally be on um that show that Joe Budden was on with DJ Academics and the Academics would they would talk about his music being dope I didn't think the music was that good um but nevertheless man you know there's another one that's just been lost too soon you know from what i hear is that he was trying to change his life around but you know what here's what i tell you you know start today start right now start changing your life around now and start living living a way in which when you die you know people won't be guilty when they mourn you um and yeah so that's all i really got to say about that now since we're in on the rap beef talking about rap you know you got Drake versus, um, Pushy T. Uh, I think Pushy T right now is kind of winning. <laughs> I think he's won it. Uh, you know, he went low. He did go low, but you know what? I was fair and war for the most part. And with that being said, you know, look, good music has been put out. Hip hop is alive and well. You got Pusha T's album. You got Kanye's album. You got, uh, before that you had uh, J Cole KOD. You had, um, uh, what's the boy's name? Um, Oh, Tiana Taylor's album came out, which is pretty good. And also, in the middle of the night, nobody's watching, the Carters, Beyonce and Jay-Z uh, come out. And so you got a lot of good music out right now. But you know what? I'll be honest with you, but I don't really listen to too much hip-hop too much anymore. I listen to it, take it in. Uh, but what I really like and what I'm really rocking with is that J-Rock win. Uh, Ryan put me on to this. I'm just like, whoa, yeah, this is, this is heat. This is fire right here. The J, the, uh, J-Rock win is like, man. And, uh, TDE, they doing it again, man. TDE has just been putting out good album after good album after good album. And, um, you know, like, it's, a, it's a fun time. It is a really fun time, uh, for hip-hop. You know, um, minus the, the, the Tentacion. Uh, but everything else, you know, it's a really, really good time for hip-hop. Now, um, also in the news today, you have the NCAA their red shirt rules for football has really really um, It's big honestly it's really big because now uh, as a freshman you can play four games and still red shirt now for Those who don't know what that means is like the red shirt seasons like if usually in the past it has been hey If you don't play at all, you know um, You red shirt or if you play a few games and you get hurt you can red shirt so you get an extra year to compete now, they're saying, "Hey, you know what? You can play four games in red shirt. Four games in red shirt. Think about this: Justin Fields, the number one um, quarterback in the nation, is at Georgia right now, and I saw the kid at G Day. He is the truth. But then you got the incumbent starting quarterback in Jake Fromm, who, if you watch Georgia last year, kid is a baller. He he could play. So what does that mean? That means that you know what." Now, Justin Fields can get the reps that he needs. You know, he has four games, four out of 12 games. He can get the reps that he needs, and he can still preserve that year. And so when Jake Fromm is a, is a junior getting ready to graduate and leave, guess what? He comes in, he still has three more years to play. And it is, that's a great thing. That is a great thing, especially for my dogs, and uh, even like for kids like Zamir White, who's um, who, who's coming off of an ACL injury. And I saw the kid at G Day; he is huge. Um, you know, he doesn't have to really rush. You know, he could play four games and bam, good. You know, he might not. Now he don't have to. He could play what the last four games of the year and still redshirt. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, if they had that rule for last year you know tour uh for alabama it would still be a red shirt freshman you know but you know moving right along you know it's just one of those things where you know that rule there is awesome and now um they also got a rule where you the coaches can't block where a kid transfers or something like that i didn't really read too much into that one because i was just excited about the red shirt the red shirt um rule now back to the nba <clears throat> now um the draft was a couple of days ago, and everything kind of went as expected. There were some trades in here and there. But the one thing that went as expected was a uh, leangelo ball was not selected. And I'm going to be honest with you. He should not have been selected. Why? Because there's not enough tape on the kid. Um, he was just, a, you know, he just wasn't a great player. There's nothing to show that he's a great player or a special talent. He's decent. You know, um, the whole going to Lithuania and playing, that kind of backfired. Um, the JBA, the league that his dad has uh, set up, is not really doing that great. I think 164, 184 people showed up to the first game and actually paid to watch them play. It's just one of those things where it's just like, whoa, I don't know what the ball, what uh, Jello's going to do. See, what Jello should have done, he should have just took his punishment at UCLA Whatever punishment it was, hey, I'm just gonna sit out, uh, and then next year, let me go ahead and I'll be back. Let me come ball. Plus the kids, he's only like six four. He's been playing like the three position. He's not really. He doesn't have that explosiveness, that explosiveness that you would expect from a, you know, a two guard. So he's kind of like a, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know what he's he's gonna play in the in the league. So it's just one of those things where. Man, you know, kind of kind of feel sorry for the kid, but at the same time you don't. Um, and then you know, like I said, now it's the sweepstakes. And so that that's over with. So you got Cleveland uh, who got swept, and everybody's wondering like, where is LeBron James gonna go? I personally think he it's, he's gonna go two places. He's gonna stay in Cleveland. They're gonna get PG, you know, Paul George, or or they will. Oh, he will go to LA. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul is still uh, unrestricted. They say he could go to Houston, but I don't see him going in, going to Houston. I just think he's either going to be L.A., whether it's the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, I doubt it'd be the Clippers, but I just see him going to L.A. or Cle- or staying in Cleveland. That's all I see. That's That's the only scenarios that I foresee happening. I mean, like, Paul George... I think if Paul George comes to um Cleveland, I think they got a better chance especially with Kevin Love still there. And you know, you get they got Kawhi Leonard. Now, the Kawhi Leonard, Ka- Kawhi Leonard can get gets traded. Then, you know, especially if he gets traded to LA, which I don't think is going to happen, but if he gets traded to LA then yeah, you could um you could see Paul George and LeBron James her rushing to sign their contracts and with that being said it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting because you know Kevin Durant even though he's unrestricted he's going to stay in Golden State and yeah that's about it when it comes to NBA talk and you know it's just that's just what it is and it's like this every two or three years is LeBron going to stay is LeBron going to go who's he going to team up with this time and also let me say this right the elephant in the room. So LeBron James, yeah, he got swept. He he got swept, and I'll be honest with you, I thought they should have won Game Two. Jr. Smith um, wasn't really all on Jr. because uh, Hill, right, uh, Hill should have made the free throw, and they would have been up, but he didn't, and the gaff happened, and then they ended up losing overtime. But like that right there that's the game I thought they were going to win I think it's game 2 or game 3 I cannot remember but that's the game I thought they were going to win and they just kind of imploded right then and there and it's just like uh uh yeah but anyway let's move let's move right along um now I, I told you uh the infinity war and I told you exactly how infinity war was going to happen what was going to happen Thanos was going to snap his fingers and boom everything's gone half of the universe is going to be gone now, also, within that snap of the universe, Fox now has, well, Disney now owns 21, 21st Century Fox, which has the properties Deadpool, Fantastic Four, and the X-Men. Now, here's what this Thanos thing does. You know, Thanos snapping his fingers does. It gives them an opportunity. Yes, they got a couple of movies. Um captain marvel and everybody's big on captain marvel i'm not really i just want to i just hope it kind of ties things together but we already know you got spider-man and you also have another black panther movie that's going to be out but here's what happened here's what was amazing about this and it allows them to kind of reset the universe because that's what happens in comic books in dc you have the uh what the uh the crisis on infinite on infinite earths um usually has stuff to do with the speed force where they kind of reset timelines and stuff like that and in Marvel you normally have um, secret wars and you know Thanos wiping out half of the galaxy and what it allows them to do is it allows them to kind of reset everything and reboot things so I'm looking forward to it I think that when they restore everything because everything is going to get restored um, they could just move right along, almost as as if nothing happened. Like you, they could move right along, and then they might even be able to tell even better stories because without the Fantastic Four. And listen, with the, without the listen, the Fantastic Four is big because you get to bring in Galactus, you get to bring in the Silver Surfer, right? You also have the Fantastic Four, but more importantly, you have um oh man, I cannot think Reed Richards' son. Franklin Richards, who's like super duper powerful, reality warping, he can do a lot. In fact, he made Galactus his herald, right? Um, but you get that storytelling, and also you get the, the the X-Men, which they are out in space, and one of the biggest part of the X-Men, and which they haven't been able to tell, is the Shi'ar Empire and the Phoenix Force. They have a connection that's like none other. So when this dark phoenix emerges, guess what? They could talk about the Kree and the Shi'ar coming to Earth to try to rectify this, whatever. But it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Now, me and my family, we went to go see Jurassic World yesterday. And Jurassic World was, uh, yeah, it was lackluster at best. Out, Out of five, I give it a two. Two out of five. And here's the reason why I don't wanna spoil it with for you, but it just uh really, this is what you're gonna do. After all you've been through, at the end, hero people, this is what you're gonna do. Just didn't make sense. And I'm trying not to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But just know at the end of the movie you're gonna be like, Wow, really. Really. The first forty five minutes, first hour of the movie was great. The last hour, I just call it like I said, suck it really did suck. Chris Pratt uh did his best, you know, but it just sucked. Really did. Really did. But nevertheless, go see it for yourself. Go see this for yourself and you'll 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 see. Now, um what else is it that I wanted to talk about? Um oh, also Deadpool 2. Um <clears throat> with Disney acquiring Fox, they get Deadpool. Now Deadpool for all intents and purposes he's a move in the movies he's like huge he's like one of the biggest single um right now single biggest character that Marvel has right now mainly because of the movies but in the comics he's still like an ancillary uh he's still like a role player you know and the fact that now they have Cable and they can kind of I think you're going to start seeing Deadpool and Cable kind of intrad- reintroduced into, into the X-Men landscape after the next couple movies. I'm not talking about right away, but probably like in two to three years, you'll start seeing them. Um, because the X-Force movie would be great, but you got to have a credible threat. And right now, the X-Men, how it's set up, they don't have a credible a credible threat um, that's going to name itself. For X Force, and for you guys that don't know who X Force is, especially the last run. um, Well, initially X Force was the New Mutants, which were the second generation of what third generation of mutants that Xavier bought, and they consisted of Cannonball, Warpath, Sunspot, um, Warlock, and Doug, who was whose only um, power was to speak any language. He died. Um, You know, um, Daniel Moonstar. And it's anyway, but the next one, the next one, the most current incarnation of X-Force, which included Deadpool, Wolverine, Warpath, Psylocke, Archangel, um, Mm -hmm. Phantom X. Those those six right there, man, whoa, the storytelling and what X-Force does, X-Force does the job that the X-Men can't. Because they don't want to get their hands dirty. These are certified killers. And so they can make another Deadpool movie. And they can make another Deadpool movie. Rated R. Just like they want to do it. And it will be good. It will be great. If they go that route. But I'm excited. I just want to see how everything's done. We're going to have to wait until next year to see the Avengers 4. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to call it right here. Avengers 4, what's going to happen? Adam Warlock's going to get introduced somehow. So some pretty much, somehow they're going to reconfigurate the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. And they're going to steal it from Thanos. And they're just going to, say, let the conflict in. And bam, everything gets restored somewhat. Because you got contracts running out for, um... You know, the one guy who plays Captain America. Cannot think of his name right now. And I can't think of the... Uh... Robert Downey Downey Jr. Their contracts are kind of up. And yeah. So we might see a new Cap. Might see a new Iron Man. You know like everything just might get reset. Which is okay with me. Because you got years and years and years. And movies on top of movies. TV shows on top of TV shows. That can. And stories that can be told. And can be fleshed out. Now that you have a more inclusive. Marvel world. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much about it for this episode. Listen, I'm back. I just want to say thank you guys for being patient with me. Um, it's a dog day, it's a summer, meaning for me, look, I don't watch baseball. Baseball is really, I I don't mind going to a baseball game, but the watching on TV is like really boring. So I won't be watching any baseball and, oh yeah, I almost forgot. Luke Cage Season 2 is on point. It is on point. I really hope that they bring these these group of heroes that um, Marvel has stashed away on Netflix. I hope they bring them to the big stage because Luke Cage Season 2 is, man, great, great. And they even get Power Man and Iron Fist. a so go watch it. I, I, I'm gonna wait to talk about it. Probably the next week. I'm gonna talk about yeah. <clears throat> this one I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until next week to talk about Luke Cage and um season two. Bushmaster is this no Bushmaster is a is a great villain. Not quite as good as Cottonmouth was. But and Black Mariah. Oh Black Mariah. I'm telling you, I want to talk about this so bad, but I want to wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait but there's no if you haven't watched it you should be watching it you need to be watching this right now right now and um also there anything else that's kind of brewing right now no no not really not really um so with that being said listen thank you all for listening I love doing this I wish I could have been doing this more but the last six weeks have been hectic um and you know, it's just one of those things. Oh, the World Cup. And I don't even know who's that's going on, but I don't even know who's winning right now. Um, but I'll find out. And i talk about the World Cup. Other than the fact that, oh, yeah, the World Cup. Back to the World Cup. And then this is going to be, I promise you. So the World Cup is on. And so, United States is not, they, they don't have a team in here. And everybody's like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Here's the, the 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 thing right is that soccer while it's the most popular sport you know or football as the rest of the world calls it is the most popular sport in the world it just hasn't caught on here yeah we have a pro pro uh, league here but they don't even have the best players the best players are playing overseas <clears throat> in Europe you know in England the English Premier League You know, um, yeah, like teams like Real Madrid. You know, those those teams, like they're over there and just hadn't caught on here. And until then, that's when you'll see, you know, more youth. And actually, here's something. I think in ten years, with you know, football, which is listen, I love the sport of football, but it is a dangerous sport, and concussions are are real. I think that you're going to see more kids probably playing more soccer, <coughs> sports like soccer. They're getting into more sports like um, basketball. I even think you would see more urban kids playing baseball, um, which is something, an initiative that they're, they're working on. But I think that once that happens, then you're going to see these athletes um, that normally would be, be your wide receivers, your running backs out there on the soccer field, out there on the pitch, um, scoring goals for the good old US of A. That's what's going to happen. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for the sport of soccer to catch on um, in the United States. Listen, my my um, University of Georgia, they don't, they don't even have a soccer team right now. That tells you. Right there's no feeder system. Well, there is a feeder system, but they just it's just not big. It's just not big. But it's gonna take a little time. Um, I think once you see traditional American football, the popularity start to decline. That's when you'll see soccer in- increase. And that's just my prediction. But I give it about ten years. Ten years, you'll the United States will have a better, a much more better product that will be able to compete on the national stage and with that being said that's it that's it i'm wrapping this up 27 minutes 30 minutes is my limit um thank you just thank you for listening thank you for choosing to listen to the beard always wins yes it's a movement it's a lifestyle more importantly it's the podcast and remember as always keep god first uh, may the force be with you may the eyes always be in your favor stay golden pony boy of forever and um Go dogs! This your host Armand Rashad, and once again, like if you need your pictures taken, MVP Photography. Hit them up. I'm out. Be always win. Apple Play, excuse me, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, uh, Radio Public, Pod, uh, Podcast Box, something like that. I'm on all of them. I'm on all of them everywhere, and I promise you guys, yeah. It's gonna get better. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being uh, the best fans ever, and keep supporting your boy. And if you got any, oh yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter as the Beard Always Wins, and catch me on Instagram as uh, Armand Rashad. Y'all be y'all be good. May peace be upon you all. I'm out.